You're a funny guy, Sally. I like you. That's why I'm going to kill you last. What do you want to tell me now, tough guy? I said, Bing, what are you doing here? I thought I'd tell you to go fuck your mother. <laughs> you don't trust me at all, do you? I tell you what, you make it through tomorrow without killing anybody, then I'll start trusting you. Fair enough. Remember, Sally, when I promised to kill you last? That's what made you. You did. I lied. All right, we are back for another episode of Kill You Last. I am Peter Garacci. I'm Alex Bashera. And in studio, we have Tom McCaffrey. Hey, Tom. What's yeah. Tom, Tom McCaffrey is the, the name of the, the guy I want fixing my deck. That's what we were saying. Like, it's a very salt of the earth, like, trustworthy, like, I'll buy that. solid guy. We're just meeting for the first time, but you give yeah. off a, I can do business with you. We can make a handshake deal and I can trust you kind of, kind of vibe. I do. Yeah, <laughs> I really don't. I know Tom pretty well, and he doesn't. He's you not don't make guy. you don't make a lot I'm of handshake deals. No. I don't make what I'm not trustworthy. I would say you're trustworthy. You're not like a salt of the earth. I'll build you a deck, kind of. Guy. I am not. I yeah. will not build you a deck. <laughs> so that is the first thing I say to people when I meet them. Yeah, yeah. Don't expect a deck from me. Yeah, yeah, here's yeah, a yeah. list of things I'm not gonna do. Just just because it says McCaffrey carpentry on my van doesn't mean I'm gonna be doing any carpentry for you. Tom's a very, very funny stand-up comedian. Yeah, uh, thank you. Yeah. You can be both. I'm good. I'm just saying he is. I'm just introducing him to the audience. Um, yeah. yeah. Actually, I Tom, we, we haven't met. You got you guys know each other. Yes. Um, and this is I, I I dare I say I was nervous about this episode because because of the movie that you picked. Oh, why is that? Uh, because it's my favorite movie of all time. It's Peter's favorite movie of all time, guys. This is your like so, what would be like your number two movie? <laughs> so, so what we should say? What movie it is? Just, I'm just curious how uh, like how how far the the, the it goes from the first to the second. So mm. it goes back and forth. My other favorite movie is Heat, Michael Mann movie. I've never seen that. Oh my god, uh, I don't, I don't even want to. It's it, it's it's a big big for me. So if for sentimental reasons for, and for the fact that I've seen this movie the most number of times and I saw it earlier in my childhood. This is the sentimental favorite of my all-time. It would probably be easier for me to pick 10 favorite movies than three favorite movies. But right, this is right. definitely the clear number one. But like I said, like Heat is kind of is up there. It's very close. I never saw Heat. Heat's a great one. You'll, you should definitely... I don't know why. Someone told me it wasn't good when it came out. And oh I just never... God. And I what? never... Um, I just that always stuck in my head. I was like, eh, that, uh, like, and they weren't like, oh, I didn't like it. They were like, oh, yeah, I hated it. I walked out on it. It was my sister... How much do you Peter's trust face? Just How so, much do you trust he her gets movie? So upset. <laughs> I know. I know. I, well, Tom, you're a movie guy. I, mean, I love movies. You talk yeah, about I'm, movies I, on your yeah, podcast. Yeah, I do. All I the do. Time. I, I I love movies, and I, I even like bad movies. Yeah, right. I mean, he just looked like long. I don't like movies that are long. See, I like. Um, I feel about long books and long movies the same way. It's like there better be a reason you're taking up this much of my time. Right. So Heat, I think, is enough of a. Um, how do I want to say it? It's it's not like an epic in that it's you're following thirty years in the life of a character. It's epic in that you're 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 following a bunch of different characters in L.A. whose lives intersect. Yeah. So in that regard, to be honest, it could be an hour longer. And I if depending how long on certain, is it? Three hours. It's close to three hours. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's not. It's it, it was a big deal because it was De Niro and Pacino for yeah, the yeah. first time. I want movies to be about about a hundred minutes long. But yeah, this me is, too. This man. is a movie that requires. Uh, three hours. These '80s movies that we've been doing are all well over two hours. Yeah, even you know, this one, Karate Kid is there. I it think is. Two, that's the movie. Today. Oh yeah, I was gonna say. Did we even the say Karate yeah. Kid? I kind of snuck it in. Our it, audience must. I think be it's hideous. over two hours, or like it is. It well, might be yeah, like two hours is. and two minutes. No, it's more than that. What I, is it? Two I, hours and ten I'll minutes. I'll tell you right now. I just downloaded it. But it, it's got a good pace to it. Oh no, you're right. It's two hours and twelve minutes. Really? Okay. I don't yeah. remember even being that long. It, well, I, yeah, it's quick. I'm that engrossed. I kind of remember it being long, guys. But I, I loved it, and I, you know, what I did, uh, I royally, well, not royally, but I quickly recovered on this mistake. But the, so I downloaded the movie. I've seen Karate Kid before. Full disclosure: this is one of the few movies that I have seen. We're doing the new one, right? Uh, <laughs> exactly. Well, that's yeah. what I'm getting at. I downloaded the wrong file. I downloaded the 2010 version of Karate Kid oh, mistakenly, Lord. and the the intro music starts, and it's like some pop song from like 2000. 
2014, and I'm like, this cannot be Wow, right. they had a pop song from 2014 in a 2010 <laughs> no, movie? That is up. unbelievable. <laughs> Just for that, yeah, it yeah, should yeah, be considered yeah. a classic. You know what? Yeah. It was It was bending the rules of space-time. It's like, so. wasn't there, a, wasn't there a, a Volkswagen Beetle in a Tupac video video that came out after he died? Isn't that one of the like the conspiracies about him him uh, not being dead? I've never heard that. I've never yeah. heard that, but I'm upset that you call him Tupac. Did I say Tupac? <laughs> yeah. You said it really. I just came from Jersey. It, you said it exactly how white people. I've been around. It. I've yeah. been around a lot of whiteies lately. I just got back in the city from Jersey, so forgive me. Like, give me a couple minutes to get back into the groove here. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, but no, um, no, we want him to be alive for some reason. Yeah, it's love weird. It. I don't. He's just pe- people die. It's not crazy. And yet, Pat yeah. Morita, no, dead, right. and we don't talk about him enough. I don't even know who he is. He's Mr. Miyagi. Oh, okay. Uh, so yeah, so <laughs> let's get into it. So Karate Kid. I'm I'm curious, like your history with this movie, because I know what my history is with. And then we'll get into that. Um, all right. Well, I I saw it when it came out in the theater. I remember specifically it was 1984, and it was like I think it came out in June. You know, it was like they were kind of you know it was one of the summer movies, and I specifically yeah. remember seeing a like a, a commercial for it and thinking it didn't look good. And oh, I remember wow. it sounded <laughs> stupid. Like the title was cheesy. Even though I was like eleven, I was like, "Yeah, that sounds dumb." The Karate Kid. Yeah, you know what I mean. It just sounds kind of dumb. It does kind of sound dumb. They even I've seen interviews with like Ralph Macchio, and they talk about he like he says when he first heard about it, he's like, "That's a weird name." Um, yeah. So I remember someone told me it was good, and then I saw it in the theater, and I uh, loved it because I mean I was like the exact age for for yeah. it, and then. Um, I remember this was back when, you know, after a movie was out of the theater, you know, you might see it. You know, the thing, things didn't come out on video for like a year after something was yeah. out. And then like HBO, maybe like a year and a half. And then I remember it came on HBO and I didn't have HBO. It was like a free weekend and it came on. And I was so excited. I recorded it and I watched it like over and over. And so I. So you recorded it on VHS? Yeah, on VHS. And I, you know, and I, I remember specifically watching it when I was recording it and like, just being so like moved by like the endings really moving yeah like when he's like Mr. Miyagi we did it and they show Pat Morita like smiling oh it's, it's very like moving and uh, and it's you know it's it's scary too like the that's what was what I liked about it. the bullies are really really bad they yeah. they they uh, they frame them and and the whole motorcycle or whatever dirt bikes whatever they got it's 80s bad guys that they just seem old they seem way older than him you know what i mean well like, you know he's like 22 i know yeah. Machio. I, I, I found that out after but watching it he looks like he's 14 yeah right he yeah. looks like a 14 year old kid and i think he's playing he's playing a younger kid than the bullies well, he, right? well he's getting he's getting his driver's license during right so the he's like a sophomore the they're like juniors uh in california they probably get their license at 16 yeah so, so he's sophomore. probably 15 going on yeah. 16 in the beginning of the movie and then this is a movie that as the years have gone on i watch over and over and when I became a comedian, I would dissect the shit out of it. There's so many flaws in it, like plot holes. And I started like making fun of things about it. And it, it, it eventually became, I did a joke early on in my standup that was just kind of an off the cuff joke and it like killed. And then I put this it was on early my, on in, in just like working out open mics. Or yeah, like I did the, it in open mic. And, it, okay. and I was like, no one's really going to like this because it's a really like it's a karate kid. Joke. Well, even at the time, what are you talking about? Ninety nine was like, 2000. Yeah. So, pe- so this is already a dated reference. Yeah, but it still was, you know, Karate Kid was one of those movies that was still like everyone knew it. You sure. Know what I mean, yeah. it was very like if you referenced it. Um and I did it like destroy. And then I put it on my album. People, you know, people have come up to me like in the last two years and been like, oh, I heard your Karate Kid joke. Oh, no shit. Yeah. So there's a lot of. Is it a plot hole kind of thing? Well, one of the, pl- this isn't my joke, but one of the plot holes is that, and I re- realized this after I lived in LA, is that they're all in the same school. That doesn't make sense because he comes from like the whole movie. They're like, oh, he lives in the shitty area. Yeah. And they're rich. They're in the Why night. are they in the same school? Like, <laughs> right. You wouldn't. It's a huge play. There's no way the yeah. rich kids would be going to school with the poor. So kids. they, li- I think they live in Encino. They reference Encino is where she lives, and he lives in Reseda. In Reseda, which is the hood, and he lives on like the wrong side of Reseda too. Yeah, and Mr. Miyagi somehow, this Mr. Mi- is his handyman that works in his building, but then also <laughs> lives like by oil derricks. Oh yeah, behind, but like has a a oasis that he's built with like <laughs> fifty cars. Yeah. So um, I and it's a really nice house. Yeah, well, but he's you know he's got free labor. We don't. The funny thing is we don't know how many 
kids before Daniel he's had do work on that house. Yeah. So I thought about that. It's like maybe he's had years of, of kids that he's trained right. to do and, and done work on his house. He's like the Michael Jackson of labor, skilled labor yeah. for kids. So it's funny. So I was <laughs> I was I five in 1984. And I, I, I for the life of me, I can't remember. A lot of these movies I, I either owned on VHS or uh, where, where did you grow up? What part of the country you grew up? Um, Manhattan. Oh, you grew up in the city. Yeah. So I. So, that's like so I grew six in, uh, out of twenty. Episodes. I know we have a lot of Manhattan. You're people, all Manhattan. Really? Yeah, we've had um, so many. A lot of comedians. So I grew up in oh, Jersey, and it's we, with New York news. It was always this thing where it's like, and I was saying something the other day. It's like I used to hear about like Ronkonkoma, and like the FDR and like White Plains, and like now those are real places. But as a kid, it was like this myth, mythical place that they talked about on the news and stuff. So we had Channel Eleven. So on Channel 11, they used to play movies all right. the time. So a lot of these movies I became hooked on because they, they played on Channel 11. Did they over rerun Karate Kid a lot? They must have because I don't remember otherwise how I, how I saw it. But I was hooked early. And I actually remember – I don't remember the first time seeing this, but I remember being at my grandparents' house and the commercial for part – must <laughs> have been part three came on. Uh, and I was still a kid. I was probably 10 and I was like, oh my God, they're making it. Like, it was like, it hit me. Like, oh my God, there's going to be another one. That one is um, it's, like atrocious. It, it's the beginning of the end. It's pretty much. It's, it's bad. It's bad. It's bad. They, they, you can tell they just like threw it. They dialed they just it in. It. And by that one, he looks too old. Yeah. So he, so, so and he's bad in it. It's, it's weird. He's bad in it. It's yeah. unbelievable how old he was when they filmed the first one. The fact that they did two more. He's that's, like 35. In the third, and he's still trying to act like, you know, it's supposed to be like a year yeah, went yeah, by. Like he's a little kid. <laughs> So we, like, we should talk. So Ralph Macchio had yeah. done The Outsiders, which he's amazing in that movie. Really yeah. sad character. Really wonderful. But like, it looks like a little kid. And the cool thing about, um, um, so Karate Kid was directed by John G. Alveson, who directed yeah. Rocky. Um, won, he won Best Director for that movie. Yeah. Um, and John G. Alveson, I found out because I collect Blu-rays makes Super 8 rehearsal films before he films the movies. So all the special features he's got, he's got Stallone and 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 um Apollo. Carl Weathers practicing the fights. He's got he's got all the kids from from Karate Kid on the beach I've rehearsing. Seen the, have you seen that? Yeah, I've seen I, it I, on YouTube. I own all that stuff. I it's own, crazy. I've watched it. They do the entire scene, uh, they, like all no, the scenes. He filmed the whole movie on Super 8 as a rehearsal. Yeah, it's crazy. So, he, so Ralph Macchio went in and read for this movie, and he fucking hits it out of the park. Like, the kid is, he's perfect for this movie. And Pat Morita goes in for, for Mr. Miyagi, and they specifically said no comedians for this role. Yeah, because he was a comic. So Pat Morita was the hip nip. We've talked about yeah. this before. So he was good friends with Red Fox. He had done a couple episodes of... Whoa. Happy Days. Did of, you just say nip? Yeah, it, it, it was a different time. Okay. No, he, well, he did... Um, that was his, what he called himself. Yeah, oh, that, was, that was his that. stage ah, name. Ah, I see. Sorry. He did like all like these like racist Chinese yeah. stereotypes. So he, <laughs> he speaks perfect English. He's an American. He was born in America. Has no accent. He's an American accent. Does uh, a couple episodes of uh, Sanford and Son because he's good friends with Red Fox. And then um, that leads to Happy Days, where he plays Arnold on Happy Days. And so he's known in the business as a sitcom actor and right. comedian. They don't want to see him. He goes in and nails the audition, creates his character. And that, I mean, to me, that's what's in. I'm a Jersey kid, I'm an Italian kid. I was picked on. Okay. Like that story. He, they that's leave what, Newark at the beginning. Yeah, so they leave Newark. I'm from Elizabeth, which is the town next to Newark. Um, Where you're like, all right, I already love this movie. Yeah, I have They're an, leaving Jersey. I have an over, overbearing <laughs> mother who's embarrassing. We had a car that I was embarrassed of the richer kids in my high school seeing when I was in school. I really like your car, Mrs. Mrs. LaRusso. Oh, yeah. I saw that as a meme the other day oh, really? on Facebook. I was oh, like, kind and of I'm impressed. Thinking, like, I'm like, I'm, I get angry at his mom because then I think about shit that my mom did that she should have known better because she was embarrassing me at the time. But um, no, this movie like hit me hard as a kid. And I kind of went through phases where I was like watching it in high school then I was away from it for a while and I remember I was pledging my fraternity and I made my pledge brothers watch it and they were like oh wow this this is a great movie like they kind of I, I feel like people remember it as being this like cheesy like kids movie you go back to it the cinematography is amazing the direction is incredible the music is incredible it's a really well crafted well-made movie yeah it's really good and i I, every, I still have cable and it's it's literally on i'd say twice a week 
on cable and every time I stop on it, like for at least like 10 minutes. Yeah. I just watched the other day. I just watched the scene where, where he gives Daniel the car. Yeah. And I was moved as if I was watching it for the first time. Like, I, yeah. I'm not afraid. I ever had. I'm not yeah. afraid to admit, like, this movie, like, it hits, it still gets me, like, a little choked up when I watch no, it. No, it's very, it has a lot of very it sentimental really scenes that are very moving. Like, yeah. that scene is very moving. He, when he goes, you're the best friend I ever had. Yeah. And actually, Ralph Macchio is real. That is really good in it. That's why I mean, like, he's good in the first one for sure. He is. And the third one, it's like he's bad. Like, you can tell, like, something is different. So I, I would, I, yeah. I would almost want to do separate episodes for all of them. The second one is, is really good. They go to Okinawa. It's I okay. I, I, but I love, I mean, I love the, I love how they found a new story and it's like exotic and you already know these characters, but they're in like a new scenario. I Third, like one thing about it. I love one thing about it. Do the, you want to hear the fight at the end? No, the, I love the, how the they, I love how they begin it at the beginning of the, at the end of the first yes, one. Yes. Like that was like, like when, when movies have done that, I always thought that was so cool. And that was one of the first times I'd seen that. And I love that they're in it. The, the Cobra Kai. Yes. Right. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like the backwards of uh, back to the future when they end the first movie. As at the beginning of the second, knowing one. that they're about to do another one, yeah. yeah. Well, it, I mean, the Rockies do that too. Yeah, they have a fight. At, they have something at the end which leads directly into right. The, ding, the, ding, ding! <laughs> like right. At the yeah. Bomb. Do yeah. they? Do they, like so? Yeah. Rocky three. Rocky three does that. Ends, and yeah. then they even allude back to it in Creed about the fight that they where Apollo and Stallone had a uh, had a uh, sparring match after the fight. Because I feel like that was one of the first times I'd seen that, where like it's, it's, it and it starts right. Where it's it elaborate. Ends. It's it's really actually well done, and it's quite elaborate. And you're and talking I, about '84 for the first Karate Kid, right? Yeah, yeah, and the second one was I think '86. But right. I feel like that hadn't really been done. Like yeah. I, I hadn't seen that, yeah. and I love that there. You, but you know, what's an interesting <laughs> thing. This is how into it I am. Is that. All the Cobra Kai's are there at the because they're on the parking lot and they're arguing with Crease and um, Ch you know Chad McQueen yeah he plays Dutch son. yeah uh, he's in it but I don't think it's him oh I and don't even know because he's in the background with like he's wearing a hat because you know his hair's bleached in the first yeah. one and you can tell it's like a wig and he's like has his back to everyone so I I've seen this online where people are like. They don't think it's him. Either that, or it's like a wig, and they're 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 kind of trying to hide that he he's may have had to wig. dye his hair for another movie by then. That's pretty. Funny. And they only needed him for like a day. It's possible. Yeah, but I always thought that was interesting. Um, so I I um, they did the three with Ralph Macchio, and again, Ralph Macchio, one of those like child actors. He's still to this day, he looks like he's twenty two years old. He's got that weird child actor thing where he still has that baby face. And it's a little creepy. That's why he kind of excelled at that point because he was like older but could play young. So yeah, he was, he was and he good. did a couple other movies. He did a movie called Crossroads. I don't know if you've ever seen that. Yeah, where he's like a guitar guy. I didn't see it. That was kind of like... It's not great, but it's an interesting like 80s artifact. He was in a movie called Teachers right after... That I didn't see, yeah. Right after Karate Kid. And it was like, he's not the star, but it's like a bunch of like kind of Academy Award, like Nick Nolte's in it, Joe Beth Williams, yeah. and it's like really boring. Oh, yeah. Really? I, well, I, the whole thing, <laughs> my mom, I guess, told me about this, but he was supposed to be like a huge star after the Karate Kid, and it kind of never happened for him, right? Yeah, and I teachers, mean, you I think he would. I think teachers was supposed to be like, His it, was a, it was a really good director, and it was supposed to be kind of like a really serious movie, and he was like, a big name of like like the young person demographic and i think the movie just kind of got panned yeah mm. so he um he he but he's had some like waves in his career too where he's in my cousin Vinny. he kind of appeared out of sure. nowhere in that movie he's great in that. and then now he's having a resurgence because now they're doing the cobra kai show he's on that oh, right. show the david simon show on hbo about 70s porn that i can't think of the name oh, of right now the deuce yeah the deuce so have you seen cobra kai I saw a couple of episodes. I didn't love it. I don't like how they're reframing it. Like. Oh, see, I so I I wanted to not believe it was going to be any good, and I I went into it with trepidation, and I started to watch it, and every episode is better than the last episode, and by the end, I was completely hooked. How many seasons have they done? Two. It's only no, they've only done one. Oh, they haven't done another one. And it's funny you were talking about how scary the the Cobra Kai are because one thing I, I kind of started working on a bit where it's like the difference between eighties. And today is cocaine energy versus Adderall energy. Yeah. Like the bad guys in the 80s, they're literally coked out of their minds. Their, their heads are red. And they're in class being like, I'm going to kill you in front of the teacher and nobody's doing anything. Yeah. And the new bad guys are like, hey, man, 
it's not cool what you just did. It's like, what? Like, nobody's scared of those guys. Or they'll like, just yeah. bully them online or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. It's like literally like bully by text. That was the thing I, lo- I loved about the movie, too, is that um, they hated him so much. They were ready to kill him. Well, like, what's his name? Puts on a fantastic performance. William Zabka. Is, is that his name? Uh, the main he's guy? Amazing. The bully, yeah. Yeah, he's really Johnny. Johnny. They're like, I he's mean, unreal. Well, when in I was, this. when I was, and the, to all, me, he made the movie. I and mean, all of them are so, like, energetic and yeah, zealous. jumping up and down. So it's what I thought was funny cocaine. is... Cocaine. There, yeah, right, right, there are right, right. scenes where, like, you can see them, like, changing their schedule around beating the shit out of him. Oh, yeah, yeah. They go out like, of the way. They find like, him, they go out of the way. There's a scene where he's going... They, they, you see in the background where they're looking at... Remember that scene? He's, like, in the restaurant talking to his mom and you see them through the... Which is a really cool frame they, Yeah, scene. A lot of that in this movie. Yeah. Because, like... There, the shot is him talking to his mom, oblivious of them in the background, and you see them pointing and like being like, "We're gonna beat the shit out of him." And then like later at night, he's riding his bike, and they show up and beat the shit out of him. But like that means they had to like wait around for like four hours. They gauged it, yeah, to they, beat the shit. And it's just funny, like wow, they're like rearranging their schedules around beating the shit out of this guy. So the the movie, like that's what that's to me that's the most that's like the peak most upsetting part of the movie. He like he gets run off the road. He like right. hurts his head. He tells he's like it's crying the to his mom. Time I need to, I need to learn karate. This is bullshit. I, you know, a good school, not out of a the book. Why at the good yeah. school. And so, but then <laughs> that leads to the Halloween him meeting Mr. Miyagi, and then. Not knowing that he's a karate master, right? Just just cutting up bonsai trees. Yeah. So yeah. he then Miyagi makes him a Halloween costume, which he then like the, the, the case that Daniel's actually a dick and asking for trouble. There's a lot of examples where he just does not leave well enough alone. I which was is this, exactly what the guy said. This is what this is what, this is what, <laughs> how couldn't na- leave well enough alone. Could you? <laughs> this is how naive I was when he's when Johnny's in the bathroom and he's he, they're like rolling have, the joint. They're like, do you have the number ready yet? And he, what is I, is that? What he what does he say? He goes, do, do you have the number ready? Yet? What does that Wait, mean? Really? Like the number? I think it's a slang for a joint. Oh, so this is how naive I was. I thought he was fixing his costume in the bathroom. I had no <laughs> idea that drugs were involved. No, it took me. I don't. I don't remember. But it was like years later that I realized he was rolling a joint because I didn't realize like drugs or just yeah, I, yeah, I like never thought you, it could, could enter into the conversation why he would be in the bathroom stall doing it yeah. it's like, actually again it's yeah. a really good detail it that, is. Of, that of course he's doing something like that and yeah. that's shot well too like the, the whole is, yeah. like the, the cat and mouse of you almost yeah. can't see Johnny the yeah. whole scene so, so real okay. quick what album is is the joke on because I just want to play it's it called, we'll uh, drop it in Lou Diamond Phillips so, question okay mark. that's the one I thought it was and is it the uh, track 21 Karate Kid 3 um, is that the joke? Yeah. Okay, hold it's on. It's kind of making fun of the Karate Kid 3, but it, it's talking about all of them. I, I definitely uh, I want to play this for sure. Um, let me just... All right. Yeah, <laughs> but you guys could go on. I just wanted to find it. And... No, you know, it's funny. I've always wondered what he says there. I thought Because I thought it's, he said, do you have the number rolled? No, wait, is that what I just said? Wait. I thought you said, do you have the number ready? Or it might be rolled. Yeah, yeah. And I, I never, I'm like, what is that? That must be slang for weed or something. Yeah, the number. We should look that up. Because I, I thought he slang. said, I thought he just, because I, I saw what he was doing and I'm watching it. I just rewatched it last night as a, as a 27 year old who smokes weed every day. I, I assumed <laughs> he just said, do you have the joint ready? Because that's no. what it was. That's no, what like they were number. Implying. He says like he, number. He it is a number. Weird, yeah. yeah. So I always thought he meant like he's he's like rolling a lot or something. Like oh. he has a number of them. Oh, do you have? Do you I have, don't know. I didn't. Do you, I have, never, do you have a number of joints rolled yet? Yeah, I don't. I, I to be honest, and I've watched it recently, and I just don't. There's like lines in movies sometimes where I like to this day. Yeah, I, I don't understand it. what they mean. I there was one in Fast Times that I literally figured out what he said like a year ago. Do you remember like, the line? Yeah, he goes, do you know the movie? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the part where they're in the restaurant and Spicoli and them take their shirts off and Judge Reinhold yeah. is like, hey, you put your shirts back on. And then he goes, Sean Penn goes, oh, he is the hot orator. He goes, he's the, the he's one hot orator. And I didn't know he's saying orator, like speaker. Yeah. Which it, it doesn't make sense because it's like, he's no. like a pothead. Why would he know <laughs> yeah, the yeah, word orator? Yeah, orator very sophisticated word. Yeah. <laughs> so I never, doesn't. Orator. I only found out because I think I put on the subtitles. And I was like, <laughs> orator? Yeah. Right, so yeah. So, so that the, the, the Halloween uh, party leads to the, him getting chased, hit to him finding out that Miyagi is a karate master because Miyagi kicks the shit out of all the Cobra Kai, in a weirdly believable way for a guy who's like 
a tiny Japanese man in his yeah. 60s. Well, that's also because it's shot interestingly through Daniel's like blurred vision after he just yeah. got beat up. So yeah. you could almost barely see what's going on. And the thing about that that scene is th- they're like going to murder him. It's oh, crazy. They, they beat the fucking shit out of him. Like the guy's foot breaks the metal right. sign that where his like, head would have That would have like killed him. Yeah, yeah. And, and they're also, they're, some of the Cobra guys were like, Johnny, he's had enough. He's had enough, Bobby, Johnny. Bobby, he's like the... Oh, con- I yeah. love how they set up but that Bobby's the least shitty of them. Yes. Because well, um, that comes back I know. in the tournament. He's even like a poly. He's like, I'm sorry, Daniel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Um, but like... The other thing is funny about that scene is like when they beat the, they almost like kill him. The other guys don't even have any idea what what's going on. Like they don't know what happened. Like Johnny's the only one that knows that he did the water with the weed. Right. He's just following their lead. Yeah, yeah. Right. And they're like, oh, Johnny's Johnny's chasing He's him. Yeah, let's murder him. Yeah. <laughs> like, so well, they so, don't even know. They're not even like, hey, why are we murdering this guy? So the Cobra Kai are are William Zapka, who he played the asshole in a bunch of eighties movies in um Just one of the guys. Just one of the guys and in yeah. Back to School. Um, oh, yeah, and yeah. he's great in Cobra Kai. I mean, Cobra Kai is his story, which is an interesting perspective to take. And it, to me, it makes sense that that guy, like life might not have worked out for him, whereas for Daniel, it wor- would have worked out great. It's always the kid, you know, yeah. it's always that way. I feel like high school is basically right, kind of right. turns out that That's way. That's true. So he's the leader of the Cobra Kai. Bobby, I gotta, we got to look up. I, don't, I have no idea what happened to him. Chad McQueen is Steve McQueen's son. Is probably just cashing checks from Steve McQueen's. He is. He's uh, really scary in it. He's yeah. really mean in the movie. Which guy is that? Chad, Which the guy with the bleach blonde hair. The guy who comes up to him in Dutch. the in the dressing room. Oh. He's like, oh, Will, 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 but isn't our friend dead? Yeah, oh. that guy is. So scary. speaking of lines that he's I did, scary. Speaking of lines I didn't get for a long time, it must be take a worm to walk week. Is take a line a, take a worm for a walk week. So that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It, no. that one took me a long time to pick out what the hell was, was it's going on. It's such a bad line. Yeah, it's yeah. like, oh wow, you really got him. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> Even for the '80s, that's not like a good um, dig. And then no, you have awful. you have the token black Cobra Kai, who's the gay black guy from Revenge of the Nerds. Yeah, Larry B. Scott. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he was an Iron Eagle. I, always, I told you Tom was gonna be. A oh good yeah, guest. I love it. No, I know all this. I think he's also. I, I I always wondered this the scene where he he does the thing in the bathroom the water hose yeah Johnny's running out and Spider-Man. he runs he runs into Spider Man as a black guy not, I th- not the same guy it's not Larry B no. Scott I always thought maybe he runs that was him over him. no because they would have all been dressed as skeletons but Larry B Scott wasn't really part of their crew. The black guy. I don't know. I was don't he know. there with the motorcycles? I don't remember. No, he's not. He's <sighs> he's just kind of later in like the class and at the tournament. I think I'm getting movie Alzheimer's. Like, so I'm I think it might that. be him in the Spider Man. I don't know. I don't know. He, he's a little too casual with Johnny when he's like, "Hey, man!" Like he it's goes, like, "Hey, Johnny, what's up?" Yeah. Man? But um, all right. I, I let me. I think I'd be willing good, to bet that it might be him. I think this is a decent <laughs> enough time to play the clip. I, I, I want to play your joke. It's short. It's short. Yeah, it's two minutes. All right, let's see. I like old movies, right? You guys into old movies? Yeah. I'm talking movies from like the '80s, not like. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching that movie, The Karate Kid Part Three. <laughs> it's about time someone slammed that shit, right? <laughs> Everyone's been fucking letting that get a free ride for too long. Not anymore, Karate Kid 3. <laughs> you have met your maker. <laughs> I love those Karate Kid movies. The thing I love is, like, in every single movie, the, he, the guy, you know, Daniel, like, moves somewhere and everyone hates him and, like, beats the shit out of him. <laughs> right? Like, in the first one, he moves to L.A. and everyone hates him and they beat the shit out of him, right? And then in the second one, he moved, he goes to Japan, and everyone there hates him, and like they beat the shit out of him. And then in the third one, he, he goes back to L.A., where he's been living for like 10 years, and a new group of guys beats the shit out of him. <laughs> I'm like, this guy can like join the Peace Corps, and like, <laughs> on the first day, someone would be like, your karate's a joke. I need your title, Daniel. Be like, I thought we were just going to build huts. Like, what? He'd be like, we were. But there's something about you that makes me want to beat the shit out of you in a karate tournament. <laughs> and then in the third one, he's like 30 years old. <laughs> yeah. Like, you shouldn't still be getting your ass kicked. 
like going places. Like in the third one, they're they're like, "Where are you going, Daniel?" He's like, "I'm going to law school." Like, you guys are still into kicking my ass. It's like I don't even do karate anymore. It's too hard on my knees. All right, that's basically it. Okay, word word word. No, that's great, man. Yeah, <laughs> I was that kid who found myself getting shit kicked out of him. I because I moved. I was I grew up in like inner city and I got beat up and then I went I had to go to gifted and talented school. Yeah. Just because it wasn't safe to go to regular school and I even got got picked on by other gifted kids and then we by moved to the country. Fighters. Yeah, and we got we moved to the country and I was the kid from the city with the accent. I, there's something about being like Jersey Italian like there's like an obnoxiousness that does attract. Wait, so when you would say in like, trouble, when I you agree. Would say you got when you would get beaten up, like you would get full on beat up because no, I always hear people depends. always like, like a lot of times I'll hear people would be like, yeah, I used to get, I got beat up all the time, and like, like would people like beat you up? So there was a couple incidents. I, I actually, and not all of them ended badly. There was a kid in my neighborhood who was like new to the neighborhood. He was picking on me, and he like took something of mine. I can't remember what it was. He threw a stink bomb on me. And somehow I wait. What's this? I I thought stink bombs were like cartoon. They're like no, they're like plastic and they break and then it's, it's a real thing. It smells like a rotten egg. Oh, yeah. oh okay. Yeah. And know. um, I he threw a stink bomb on you, on you, on me, and like the other kids from the <laughs> neighborhood kind of like got with him to pick on me, and I remember he like cut through a yard and I figured out a way to cut him off, and I grabbed him by the back of the neck and I punched him in the face, and then he ran inside crying and then my mother went over saw, saw me crying because I was so emotional that I cried over the kid who punched that I punched and my mother went over and like yelled at the kid and my mom and his mother's like wait are you gonna come here and yell at my son that your son punched in the face and my mom was like well yeah but your kid your kid was picking on my kid first wait so he was picking on you and you punched it yeah oh great so that was I'm saying that ended oh, well that, okay but then we moved to uh, the country and there was one kid, Carmine Tedesco. He was like the class bully. Yeah, and he everybody sounds, he sounds like bad news. Everybody, he had slick back hair. Uh-oh. Uh, everybody That's told... What's up? I'm Carmine. So everybody Carmine told Tedesco. him that I was talking shit about him. Oh, and so shit. in recess... Was that true? No. And <laughs> Really? They yeah, just told him? They just Why'd decided... Because I was a new kid and they didn't like me because I was an outsider and I talked funny and I was from the city and I was probably a little okay. bit obnoxious. And so at recess... He just came up from behind me and punched me as hard as he could. In was the face. he your age? He was, but he was seemed he big? bigger. He was my age, the way uh, Daniel Larusso hey, is really? high school age. <laughs> with, 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 uh, he yeah. might have been left back a couple of years. Like this was sixth grade. Did you ever see a movie My Bodyguard with Matt Dillon? No, I've heard of it, but no, I've never seen. Matt it. Dillon's like a bully in it, and he has like slick back hair, and he, he he again, he's really he's good, he's scary. This kid was a greaser, like in the outside, like he was a yeah. full on greaser, and he punched me, and then they made us walk together to the principal's office, and as we're walking, he goes, "I had to do it." Everybody was saying that you were talking shit about me, so I had to punch you in the face. Like yeah. he had no malice at that point. The, yeah, all the malice was reserved for the punch. He had to save face. Yeah. And now I think like I'm like oh should I have, should I have attacked him like what you know what I mean? like I go back and think about it did he kiss, did he keep picking on you no then it was over he friend requested me on Facebook a couple of years ago I'm of like course. really like what are we doing this now because he, doesn't, I, he I, doesn't really sound like that bad a guy he just sounds like misunderstood a little yeah, bit yeah I think about like that's like that's like it sounds sc- kind of shitty that's screenplay <laughs> material it's like coming of age like you're 12 years old you move to well, a new high school and well, to your, elementary school rather he, and somebody just punches you in the face well to your point and to also the jokes point uh, to Tom's joke it's like he does Daniel brings it on himself a little bit at being like a, like an Italian like he's hitting on the guy's ex-girlfriend they broke up yeah. weeks ago no no but he didn't know that he finds out like right away but he's also he a finds bit out, of, yeah he finds out before the but Halloween he, party no but he beats the shit out of him on the beach before he yes, even knows that's true that's true um, and then he kind of tries to stay away I mean he does he doesn't help the situation with the hose thing was not a good idea and also I always remember that I'm always like this is such a bad idea like if you're going to get back at him this is, there's no way you're not gonna get you're but gonna it's get a, caught there's no way you're gonna get away with but this. it's a great plot device because that's the turning point of the movie and then after that miyagi starts training uh daniel to to fight karate right and, and the other thing about what how does johnny know immediately that it's daniel because he doesn't see him and oh then he yeah. runs out and he's just like get 
you know, they're just immediately like, get him. And it's like, why? He's just, I guess because Daniel's running. He could have blended back in. He What he should have done is blended back with a crowd. That's what I thought was going to happen the first time like, I watched him. Like the meme where Homer is going into the hedges. You know yeah. what I'm talking about? Like Daniel should have just blended right yeah. back into the crowd. He um, And then it's funny if you watch it when he's running. <laughs> Like he goes over a fence and they're chasing him. You can see him running slower, like almost so they like, can catch up. <laughs> yeah, they're like almost like all right, slow down. And you're like, why are you running so fucking slow? These guys are like, there's like five dudes. And apparently he's uh, one fence away from his apartment complex. I know. I didn't know the is, school was that. Close. Which is through a field from his high school. Somehow. And so why does that's what I mean? Why? How do they go to school together? Yeah. Why do the rich kids go? He all lives the in the shittiest neighbor. They go to the shittiest. The school. pool has no water in it. Every, the sink is broken. It's like the worst and pool yet the ever. rich kids from Encino go to that high school. Right. So and, all right. It is a movie. I, mean, I I literally remember having this argument with someone and someone tried to defend. They go, Well, it was a zoning thing. Oh, yeah. come on. <laughs> they really? and, then they go, and then they go, I don't know. This was someone who wasn't a comedian, and they go, I don't fucking know. It's a stupid movie. <laughs> so this is this is how right. sentimental I've been about this movie. I uh uh Pat Morita had a uh series. I believe on ABC or NBC called O'Hara. And I was the only one who watched it because it lasted about eight episodes where he played a Hawaiian cop who did not believe in using guns. So every episode he had to solve crime without a weapon. And I was- That was a show? That was a TV show where he was the lead what year? character. I want to say 88 or 89. It was it was. It was working off the Karate Kid. Is he in buzz. a movie with like Jay Leno or something? Yeah, they did a movie that was like Jay Leno's- first and last movie. Do you want to hear the capper? Actually, I just remembered about my Karate Kid joke. This is the funniest thing. A year ago, do you know who, you know that um that app, the um where you win money, you, people, oh, what's it called? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I don't know what it's called. But. Do you know Scott Rogowski? I just met him recently. Yeah, He's the so, guy who hosts it. Yeah. Um, that guy produced oh, my album. I know what you're talking about. That, oh, no shit. He produced my first stand-up album. And, uh, a year ago, he sent me a picture of him and Ralph Macchio, and he goes, I just played him your bit. Oh, shit. And he, and he, he thought it was hilarious. Uh, Isn't that amazing. funny? That's amazing. fucking So awesome. Ralph Macchio heard that joke. That's uh, that's unreal. Yeah, that is funny, right? That That's so cool. He dude. does. Yeah, that is so cool. <laughs> seeing them, him and he and um, William Zapka like, did a bunch of press, because like, Cobra Kai became like a bit of a hit, and it became like a story. So people were talking about it, and, and it's got a second season. And the two of them, like, they're having a lot of fun with the fact that 35 years later, they're getting to revisit these characters. And they, like, they kind of, they get the joke. You know what I mean? Like, they're not, they're not, uh, they're not doing, um, you know, Dr. Shivago here. Like, they get it. It's like a teen yeah. movie. But it's, it's a movie that, one of the things I love about this movie, and what I love about a lot of these 80s movies, is it's a lot better than it needed to be. Yes. Like, like John, yep. John G. Alveson is a great director. James Crave, I just looked it up. Did did pretty much all of his cinematography. This, this it's yeah, no, it's beautiful good. to it's look really at. It's good. really well made, and I don't think we'd be talking about it right now if it was just a story of a kid who got picked on and then learned karate. Yeah, it transcends uh, a lot of just like kind of your typical like high school movie. It's yeah. not. I don't even consider like a high school movie. No, it is though. But it is a high school movie. It is, and but you a know, a lot of it takes place in. That but way. everyone's really good. Like Elizabeth Shue is in it, and she, you know, she ended. Who, up, who what does she play? The girlfriend. She plays Allie. the girl. Oh, okay. Allie yeah, she's with an great. Eye. Yeah, Allie with an eye. And she, like, you know, went on to be like a very, you know, celebrated, you know, legit actress. So yeah. I mean, like that kind of like it's cast really well. Ralph Macchio is amazing in it which is funny because it's like like i said later ralph macchio wasn't that great like i saw him in with things and he's not great so the other thing the my other my loyalty to this movie i to this day will not watch a hillary swank movie because, i never even saw that one because the so i don't know if you know this story so ralph macchio got so old that they made the next karate kid with hillary swank and this is the fourth karate so it's the kid? fourth one so for, I never saw it. From minute one, Mr. Miyagi famously does not drive in these movies. In the next Karate Kid, he's driving Hillary Swank. Okay. She plays a, a, a young girl who somehow can, I forget, she, like her grandfather was his friend in the war, blah, blah, blah. doesn't matter. She's getting picked on in high school. And now a bunch of, we're supposed to believe that a bunch of guys are going to kill her. 
She's getting picked on by boys. Boys in uh, high school. That wow, like rough, rough high school. And Michael Ironside <laughs> plays like their the equivalent of their sensei. And it's so disgraceful to me that I don't care if Hillary Swank wins five Oscars. I will never watch another Hillary Swank. Is movie it Cobra again. Kai? No, so it's in another. I think he like Mr. Miyagi like flies east, right, and meets her, and he goes, "Oh, while I'm here, and you happen to be getting beat up by these." these homicidal high school kids, why don't I teach you karate now? Yeah. That's the premise of the movie. Did you see the, so what happens at the end? I think she, I think she fights all of them in a football field, but don't quote me. Oh, come on. I don't remember exactly, I have like vague, like flashes of memories. Yeah. There's no tournament. It's like literally like a full on brawl. At the high school. So, <laughs> so we're supposed to believe... Again, just so, five dudes so not fighting only, a girl. Yeah, fuck you! Not only were, are we supposed to believe that in 1984 in, in Encino, kids are allowed to kill one of their classmates. Right. Ten years later, we're supposed to believe that they're allowed to kill a female classmate with everybody just looking the other way, apparently. With, like, brute force. Yeah. yeah. And that Mr. Miyagi is going to teach her how to defend herself. I, I don't want to point... All right. I do want to point out the obvious here. So let me ask one thing. How old is Hillary Swank in the movie? Like, you know, she's I, probably when, supposed to be in high school, right? Yeah, yeah. She's, so she's like probably like at, at her oldest in real life, her early twenties. Yeah, probably. So it's probably it, about twenty. Is it really her fault that she decided no, to I, take the role? I'm I mean, why saying, do you it? Like, why do you hate? I'm Hillary not saying Swank? that my feelings are just or rational, but I'm saying this is a feeling that I feel so strongly about. Okay, that I will hold it again. I listen. I recognize um, the, the hypocrisy of the fact that I, I hold nothing against Pat Morita for doing that movie. Yeah, exactly. But he I, had to do it. All of my anger is directed towards Hillary Swank. <laughs> and is that fair? No. Do I care? No. It's okay. amazing about her. Like, what is she even doing now? She will. She's like the uh, she's like the Florida Marlins of actors. She doesn't play in the playoffs for years, but whenever she makes the playoffs, no, she, she wins. wins an Oscar. No, no, that's why I always thought it was so weird about her. She would win an Oscar, and then her despair. career would fall apart, and then she'd win another Oscar, and then her career would fall. Apart. It's like really weird. It was like she had to win an Oscar to keep getting her career. But that's like unheard of. Like yeah, people don't just yeah. like oh yeah. I need to get my career back. Let me just win an Oscar. Like, that's, yeah. like, impossible. It's also, like, uh, Shaggy. Shaggy would have, like, a hit song every eight years. Oh, yeah, Shaggy. And it would be, like, a, a, like a 10 million record-selling number one hit, and then he would disappear for eight years. Like, oh, literally, yeah. literally, the guys had three hits in 20 years. But they were spread out. Yeah, and they're spread yeah. out. <laughs> yeah. you, and, but every one of them is the song of the year. One trivia thing about the third one that it's kind of a cool thing is... So John Avildsen's son is in the third one. He plays like the main bully guy's right hand man. Oh, you know, shit. like the yeah, kind yeah. of like heavy guy. Yeah. And that guy is from here. And when I was growing up here in the like early nineties, my friends were really into graffiti. There used to be graffiti all over the city. And my friends oh, were, yeah. like, were like Even taggers. Oh yeah. And there was this tag up all over the city, J.A. It was like everywhere. It was one of the, he was one of the biggest graffiti writers in the city. And that's John Avildsen's kid. Oh, no kidding. And he plays, he's in Karate Kid 3. And so I remember when Karate Kid 3, 3 came out, all my friends who were like into graffiti was like, that's J.A. Oh, no and kidding. And it was such like a big deal. Like, oh, shit. J-. And I mean, J.A. used to be like everywhere. That's really yeah. cool. He was like a real like kind of fuck up kid. Mm. Like oh, one wow. of those typical like rich. My dad like, successful. Yeah, yeah, like the rich kid who like is neglected by the parents. Right. I think he was like a hardcore like criminal guy. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that's, I always thought that was kind of funny. So I just looked it up. <laughs> so Hillary Swank is born in 74. Okay. Next Karate Kid comes out in 94. So she's which 20 is, years old. Which is 19. 10 years after the original Karate Kid. Right. So they like basically at that point, Ralph Macho's 32 years old and he can no longer be the Karate yeah. Kid. <laughs> he also probably wouldn't have done it anymore. Right. right. I don't know. Maybe not. People Maybe. get, yeah. Act, you know, it, it's, it's funny because it's like you, I heard somebody say, it's like you only ever imagine the initial success. You know right. what I mean? Like you, you daydream about that first movie or the first. You don't imagine like being like, you know what? I don't want to fucking do another karate. Kid. Like no one ever daydreams about like, ah, oh, really? I got to do another one of these. Yeah, it, but it's it's something I can see that it makes sense. At a certain point, you're like, you know what? I've had enough of this shit. I don't want to do this. Well, anymore. I think what happens is too, like they get the, you know, when they're younger, they have this idea of like, well, I mean, I, I, you know, I want to move on to like bigger and better things. They have this idea in their head of like. That they're like bigger things are waiting for them, so they won't do it. it I, you, you can see it, and then what happens is they go back, they go out, and they nothing happens, and then they're like, "Yeah, let me go back to this," because it's kind of like, yeah. "What am I like?" 
the Fast and the Furious people, you saw it happen. Like, they were like, I'm not doing that shit anymore. And then after, like, six years, they are like, yeah, you know what? That's kind of, like, an easy oh, way to yeah. make millions nice. of dollars. <laughs> nice. or, or, like, a comic who it's, like, their, cre- their credit that. is The Tonight Show with Johnny mm-hmm. Carson. And they're still, you know what I mean? It's just like, <laughs> right. it's one of those things where it's like, it's, 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 it's not easy to take risk. It's not easy to go out and like say no to like the sure thing and, and oh, say, no. you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to do this other thing that might not work when yeah. I have this, this thing that's a guaranteed basically yeah, and success. He, and he really, like his career really like slowed down around like 94. I right feel around like- when I was born. Actually, yeah. yeah, I was born in ninety two. It's all your fault. It's my fault. I caused who, the downfall I mean, who, of Ralph We also don't year. know. Like these guys, like maybe he's investing in real estate. You know what I mean? Like he might be smart with his money. He I might have a be feeling he's raising his kids. Like you never seems, know. He seems like a dumb guy, kind of. Who Ralph Macchio? Yeah. Oh, I don't think that's true at all. He I talks think, all dumb. He talk, he talks like nah, an Italian phenom. He ta- he's like way too. Uh, he's got that like way too nice thing in real life. Sure, that sure. makes me l- believe him less. As an, as I know an what you mean. Like from interviews I've seen, he's he's overly nice about everything, he t- and he laughs at every Karate Kid joke. Not just yours. Right. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't even know what I was saying there. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he'll just, I don't know. He's overly nice in everything I've seen. Yeah, I agree. yeah. He's got to fucking cut that out. He's got <laughs> no, but you know when he that Karate Kid era, he kind of like had like an edge to him at that point like he sure. he, he was kind of like a young oh, actor could we could we state the obvious he was, he was a hot yeah. guy hot kid in the karate kid yeah but not like a pretty boy he's also no, like such all. a wuss at it he's so like skinny like his arms, his arms are, like, are so skinny pecs. yeah 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 um, he weighs like tiny, 85 pounds but he knowing had, that he's 22 in real life it's crazy he's so strong you think that he oh, had for, yeah. do you think he had adult. a manager be like uh don't eat yeah, be week. fragile. Yeah, we want. I you think he was just arms a little too thick. We I think he was just naturally like he probably grew a lot and was just so skinny and yeah. it looks like he just couldn't keep food. Well, in. Any of those guys, it's like it's <laughs> yeah. like I I um I I like to lose like 15, 20 pounds and sometimes you see like in being in New York you see actors and sometimes I'll see the guy who plays like the fat funny friend and he looks like me and I'm like motherfucker because right. the yeah. leads are so skinny. Right, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah if yeah. you go back and watch Outsiders, every one of them is fucking like sk- like you know, they're yeah. like Well, they're all super young. Yeah, but it's but, you know, I listen, when I was that age, I wasn't that skinny. Yeah, I mean, is what, oh, really? Is what I mean oh, to say like like there is like also like a type too where they're oh, just like I was really skinny. I think I really? like <laughs> yeah, why is it so, so weird? No, I just so really? not now. Um, <laughs> That's not what I mean. No, <laughs> no, I, I mean, I think it, I was already skinny, but then I kind of had a growth spurt, and I, I was really skinny. You like, seem like just like an average build. That's like why I I'm wasn't saying. like in like oh my god, that's a skin. But I was like I was very thin. Oh, like okay. I was like kind of like Ralph I had a great. Macho. You know, it's funny. I was voted uh, in my school, my high school, skinniest uh, boy. No, I was voted best body. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, I know. Isn't that hilarious? <laughs> what high, What high school did you go to? Performing arts high school. That's a weird. Oh, nice. And you know, and I went to high school with Adrian Brody. Oh shit! Yeah, and he. uh, I went to uh, famous people went there. Famous people go there, and um, but uh, who else? Anyone else? Omar Epps. Do you know who that is? Yeah, Juice. I remember. I saw Juice in the theater. So did I. I love that movie. Yeah, it's a great. I I was watching that two days ago. I went back and rewatched it recently. It's fucking fantastic. Speaking of Tupac, Tupac plays the bad guy in that movie. Well, I think that's kind of what 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 cemented it as like a classic. Is it is like Tupac's? It was his film debut. And And the Eric B and Rakim. Rakim, I can't fucking say the song, the the, the music from that movie. The juice, yeah. I got enough to go around. (laughs) Yeah, that's it. It takes place. That's like peak New York hip hop, like with the edge. Like it's like pre gangster rap, but it's like New York hip hop with the edge. Yeah, and I remember Omar got that. I think while we were still in school, and it was like um. So and uh, oh, I knew him in high school, Omar Epps, and he was like the nicest guy. I haven't really seen him. Uh, God, I think last time I saw him was like fourteen years ago. But I saw Mar- I went to school with Marlon Wayans too. Oh wow! And they were like best friends. And um, I saw Marlon like three months ago. And and it's weird. Marlon in high school was kind of annoying, but now he's like super nice. Yeah. Um. Well, and- by that was when he, I mean was like 
I'm gonna get you, sucker, and yeah, like, in living it, colors. It came I, out when we so were So he high knew school. he was gonna. We kind of we all were like, yeah, you're. Pro-. I mean, I don't think because now he's like the big weigh-in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But mm-hmm. I mean, I think we were like, oh yeah, you'll probably do some stuff. But he, it's weird how in school Damon Wayans was like huge, and now to think now Marlon is like bigger than Damon was. So it's it's sort of an odd, you know. I feel like when all that started happening, when those guys started to become famous, it was such a big deal. But now it's been so long. It's like so normal that they're famous. Well, because it's like pre-social media fame. It's like almost like a different world now. Those yeah, it, guys it don't was, even it seem was, famous It was to me real anymore. fame. I know. The, yeah. the Wayans brothers, they're literally, like, I feel like my, some of my friends in comedy are more famous than them. Well, that's weird, too. Yeah, I met people in comedy that became... Well, but he the thing about him is he's able to to, like... He sustained it for That's a long true. time. That's true. He pops up. He's every done a now very good job of. I think he's. I really think he's good. He's, I like he's him a, a lot. good. He's funny, and he also he seems like a like a good level headed for a famous person. Yeah, you know it's weird. I mean? It's like yeah. the, as the years have gone by, he's more every year. He's like more mature because I think he finally realized like, oh, this is like a hard business. I need to like work. Right. Yeah, and I think his brothers kind of groomed. I mean, he he was famous from nineteen on. Right. So. And I think he came from a family. They were like, you know, you can't be a dick. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. I um another. I just thought of another interesting bit of trivia. So John G. Alvidson, um does Rocky wins wins a uh, best director for that. Is the the I guess the studio's choice to direct Saturday Night Fever, and Travolta says no. And Travolta says no because he doesn't want Saturday Night Fever to be a feel-good, happy-ending movie just like Rocky. And as much as I love Rocky and as much as then he, he went and did Karate Kid, which is exactly what he did, I think Travolta's right. Because I think Saturday Night Fever is a darker movie yeah. that than people think it is just because of all the the disco and the flash and everything. So I just I always thought that was really interesting that like Travolta, who's gone on to have pretty terrible instincts yeah. early on, his instincts yeah. were exactly right that that movie needed to have a darker edge and not be. We are, are, are John Badham directed it. Yeah, we'd be we'd be thinking of Saturday Night Fever as a as a Karate Kid with dancing right now. Right. Yeah. It's such an odd, but it's so odd that John Badham directed that because he he directed like well, he's British, War right? Games. Oh, I love War Games. War yeah. Games. Yeah, like, that we should eventually do War Games. Even sure. though I don't think I think there's a thing where John Badham got fired or or someone else was directing it, and then yeah. John Badham came in something, and he also did like Blue Thunder and. Uh, was, was he, yeah. he was British, right? I, believe I don't know. I, that I feel I don't like know. he because there was um, one uh, one of the things I love about eighties. We've talked about this too. It's like we uh, the the older people in the eighties movies are were like the sixties like radicals. So the guys who were like cool and cutting edge and young in the sixties. 20 years later, they're seasoned and they're weathered and they're older. And that's true of directors, too, where you had guys who were like, they were like the Mavericks and the youth. You know, Francis Ford Coppola directs The Godfather in the 80s. He makes Outsiders. Like, he makes right. it like a teen movie. And then he makes Rumblefish, too. Like, he makes oh, those yeah. art, they're art house movies, really, when you really look yeah. closely at them. Rumblefish, But he's definitely. making, you know, movie like, basically essentially PG movies for kids. Yeah, that's that's right. You, you know what? Um, you, do you know what else John Avildsen directed that I think this kind of, like, was a hit against his career? You know, Did you ever see the movie Neighbors? With, oh, um, with Tom Hanks? No, with... Um, it's John Belushi and Dan Aykroyd. Oh, I, I think know. it's 81. I've never yeah. heard of it. Wow. It's like... Um, it's terrible. Oh, really? And it, it's, like, notorious for that John Avildsen was a director and okay. that... Dan Aykroyd and John Belushi hated him. They because they, they thought he wasn't funny, and they were like, "Why is this guy directing this?" And they kept like bashing, they kept butting heads with him. Yeah, and so and the movie I've tried to watch it about every ten years. I watch it because it was when J- Belushi was huge. Yeah, yeah, I think it was his last movie before he died. Shit. and it looked like it should be great, and it's like. It's insane. It's just awful. It's like there's like not one laugh in it. It's so weird. Yeah, he he had. <laughs> oh, I gotta watch a, this now. He yeah. had an interesting career. He also he directed a movie called Joe, which I've never seen, but it's Peter Boyle basically playing a vigilante. And oh. the movie, the whole point is like, like, and Peter Boyle is like a super liberal, like pacifist. And the whole point of the movie is to show how bad these people. It's like post Vietnam. When like, did that come out? I want to say it was like. I'll tell you in a second because I'll look it up. Seventy. Oh wow! So it's like Vietnam era, like guys who are like disillusioned, and he's like killing people. 
and the whole point of the movie is like how bad these people are and like but he became like a cult hero so they basically made a movie it's it's kind of like you know how they how gordon gecko is supposed to be the villain of wall street and all right. the wall street guys look to him as like a model for how you're supposed to act right it was right, like a right, similar right. thing earlier where it's like they thought they were that happens this. a lot it does doesn't it's, that happen so it's because people yeah. don't it's like under, scarface it's because people yeah. don't understand yeah. human nature like if you literally glorify something and you make it you're 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 making it uh attractive to people no matter how bad you when you're looking at a guy and he's 20 feet tall on a screen yeah. and there's music and yeah. there's it's operatic it's it's gonna be attracted to a certain segment of the population well i i don't think that the that they the movie makers necessarily don't think that that's happening it's not that they don't understand human nature maybe they do understand human nature and they understand that they are glorifying this person and it's like that's part of the fandom that's part of why people like yeah, like Wall Street so much is that they actually that was like a, the that character. That was another movie I loved. I used to love Charlie Sheen. Yeah, right. me he too. was great. Charlie I mean, yeah. Sheen of that era great was, was so cool. Platoon. It's did funny how he just everything. like completely like did fell we, apart. Did we discuss the possibly doing the Wraith? Was we that did. What, yeah, I love that movie, th- and that's a movie people do not remember. I've never I, I remember. Of it. I've seen it like once. It's it's not very good. It's like pretty bad, but. It's, Again, it's one of those movies that was on Channel 11. I actually went back and rewatched it too about a year ago, and I'm like, eh, not as good as I remember, but still like Cheryl fun. Sherilyn Fenn is so yeah. hot. Oh, so in hot. It. So and hot. She's like nude in it. Who is it? Sherilyn Fenn. I never heard she, of her. She was big in like the 80s. Was she, she was on Twin else? Peaks. Oh, I like Twin Peaks. Oh, which one on Twin Peaks? She, I don't just, I, I didn't really watch that. She's okay. just like a brunette. She had like a, she kind of looked like know. Elizabeth Taylor. She was engaged to John. She's on Shameless now. Oh. She's like oh, an older oh, woman. She doesn't right. look that good. No, now. yeah, she's old. Yeah, you know what's yeah, funny about yeah. Charlie Sheen is uh did you see the movie that Roman Coppola directed where Charlie Sheen is like the art Charles director? Swan. Yes. I didn't see it. it I watched awful. it. It's not good, and I was disappointed because I kind of I'm a huge Coppola family fan, so I was hoping it would be good. And um I'm watching it going, oh man, Charlie Sheen? You mean like sitcom actor Charlie Sheen? And I'm like, Oh no, he was a movie star. Like I, rem- I, I totally, watched all his yeah. movies. I had forgotten. It was like it was like why would they put this guy in a movie? He doesn't know how to do movies. Oh god! And then I remember you forgot. And then I remembered. It's like oh yeah, no, he was a, a huge movie star, and he, he was a great. Movie he star. had a run where I think it was around the Wall Street time where yeah. I think he was thought of as he was going to be like a legit huge For a minute there he was like the star. biggest male lead you in could fact, get. In fact, and a you know the thing man. is, yeah, and I think he gets a lot of fl- like he actually is very talented, especially for Straight someone up. who's barely puts any effort into his acting. <laughs> like yeah. in Ferris Bueller, where he's, he's in great. one scene. Amazing. He's in Amazing. one scene. He's he great gives in that. one look, look to that to he's, the sister, and she's like all wet. He's shit. great. Like the in, best scene in the movie. He's great in Two and a Half Men. Like he's good at. Well, it. that show sucks. Though. I mean, I don't, you know I don't love it, but it's not a horrible show. He's and he okay. I've seen it with Ashton Kutcher, and it's horrible. Oh, it's, with yeah, him. yeah, it really fell off. Charlie Sheen is like good in it. You know, I've Charlie Sheen True. reminds me of he's like, believable in his like role. Yeah, he reminds me of um, well, they've tailored it specifically to him. Okay. Like, uh, but he reminds me of like that movie Brewster's Millions, where like <laughs> yeah. the guy's like, oh, you have to like get rid of all your lose all your money, and then I'll get like he seems like he's doing everything he can to ruin his career. Yeah, yeah. and he always kind of gets it back. Well, he like he his problem with his addiction is that he can't spend the money fast enough. So that like no amount of drugs and no amount of hookers will ever break him financially so he just keeps I don't know if he's like in a latent period right now or what's like you haven't heard anything from him I think yeah, he, we I, haven't heard from him in a while I think he's having a lot of problems because yeah. he can't get work anymore and I think Doesn't he's he running. have a sitcom? No. No, he, not anymore. He had one in like a few years ago then they Oh, I don't even I mean not that I keep up with Charlie Sheen's career but he was he's one of those guys where and in, in a weird way he's got a similar energy he's sort of a a dirtier tougher Ralph Macchio in a way. Right. They had that similar there was there was it's funny how in the 80s it was like the blonde surfer guys were the bad guys and like the dark kind of swarthy guys were the good guys. Right. And Always. so he had that kind of same – he's kind of in that line of like a Rob Lowe, a Matt Dillon, a Ralph Macchio where they're sort of different facets of that same kind of like sort of broken, like fragile guy. You want to take care of them, but, you're also, but they're also a little dangerous. Yeah. Like it was a great time period and and and, and not surprisingly – all those guys have had a tough time transitioning to being like male lead actors in their 40s and 50s. Yeah, like Matt Dillon, I feel like kind of did a good job of it. He kind of like, 
um, I feel like he transitioned to being like an adult easier because I feel like when he when when he would do parts younger, he seemed more like like an adult, like the outsider. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Like he's, he's real. Matt Dillon again. He's like underrated. Like in the outsiders, he's really good because he's he really seems like a tough guy. Like yeah. he doesn't seem like this pretty boy trying to. Like he really seems like that guy is been through some shit well he also seems like the kind of guy that will always find a way to get into trouble like he just can't help the fact that something's gonna he has yeah. there's something about him that's like it's gonna go wrong he's like, like bad news things, he's a bad boy like yeah a really, things are not gonna work out for matt yeah Dillon in the getting end. me all hot and bothered yeah this is my type. My um <laughs> are I, you um do you have to I do have to go uh, yeah, shortly, but uh, this has been great. We could do five or six more episodes. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, we could just. One. I, we, I mean, we definitely could work through the wraith. We well, could work through. Karate we'd love Kid to have too. you back on, Tom. Um, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. We don't do this. Isn't like a thing we do for everyone. This yeah, isn't I, like I you know. Very, yeah. No, yeah. I'm very good at. Uh, I'll be dead and buried before yeah, I invite. Back. Oh no, never mind. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, this has been great, and I like I said, this is an this is an episode where I'm like, this movie is really important for me so I want to get it right yeah there's t- there's uh, so many things about this movie that uh, th- that I uh, whenever I watch it I'm always kind of like oh th- that doesn't make sense oh that's great oh that like even like like the the, uh, the secondary characters are all like have strong personas you know yeah. I mean? like each of the Cobra Kai's sure. each yeah. kind of has their own identity like yeah. Yeah. like Tommy yeah. it's funny how Tommy like will always like that line he says really has become iconic. The thing where he goes, "Get him a body bag." Yeah, that really yeah. is iconic. Like everyone knows that line, and I, that wasn't like a big character. And he's he's kind of saying it just in the background. Totally, he's what, all, he's off mic, sort of. What, well, he's like you see him kind of. Yeah, an all time great maniacal laugh too. Right after that, line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so great. Uh, That's that that line is at the beginning of a, a some punk song. I can't even remember what the hell the song is. I think it's called Body Bag, and it's just him yeah, doing the line. I do remember. And then that. there's a song that I don't know what, if it's like a Green Day. So I I don't remember. So we didn't even touch on the tournament and or the music, which I think are two huge parts. So we definitely got to have you back. I mean, and like we got the best do- around. Uh, oh You're god, amazing! A cruel, <laughs> cruel summer is an amazing Nothing's song. Cruel summer. That that um montage of the um with the best around song with yeah. the tournament is like so good. Yeah. The way that torn the camera, the way it sweeps down, the it, way it's just the, the all the fight scenes. Like the fight scenes are choreographed choreographed so well. They all look like real fights because you got to yeah. you got to move through a lot of fights quickly. So they didn't want to get bogged down. It's again, it's John Jobs. It's a very smart direction. It told you the story of the tournament in like eight minutes. Yeah, no, it's it's the tournament scene is, and then that whole scene at the end. I mean, obviously, the buildup when he gets hurt and comes back is like unbelievable, and how everything is against him, and then like even the big, the final big move yeah. he does with his leg, he goes, yeah! yeah. We also didn't talk about the pan flute, which is a big part of this movie, and we didn't talk about painting houses or painting fences uh, yeah. or sanding floors. I mean, again, we we definitely we need yeah, to, yeah. we need to do this. This can justice. be done in an hour. This is part A. Yeah. Um, but I uh, definitely want to have you back, and it was yeah, great to meet you. you. And uh, if there, is there anything you yeah, want to talk Tom? about? Um, well, I'm I'm recording an album in uh, May. Oh, you're recording? Nice, I am, dude. Yeah. Where at? I think it's going to be at New York Comedy Club. Hell yeah! It with 800 Pound Gorilla Records is producing it. Nice. And then um, uh, I have a podcast called Brooklyn. Um, you should. I mean, Alex like helps me with it. Yeah, now. you should yeah. come on it. Oh, yeah. definitely. This will just be this again. Yeah, <laughs> oh, perfect. Yeah, no, I've been um, on a couple of episodes. It's yeah, yeah, and then um, yeah, that that's basically. I just have some like shows coming out. I do shows a lot. Yeah, nice. Tom's basically. always at Black Cat and Lower East Side. I do Broadway a lot. He does Broadway and, comedy? Uh, what else? New York Comedy Club sometimes. Nice. And then uh, I'm just. I'm really just trying to get ready for the album. I'm yeah. like, yeah, I recorded last one I did was about three and a half years ago, and. I'm like I'm excited about it, but I'm also like, oh shit, I gotta. In fact, there was a Karate Kid joke. I'm trying to work into it. Nice. Oh, all right. Hopefully, <laughs> yeah. this kind this of is... rejuvenated you to think of some more details. I don't know. Yeah, the the joke is like on the angle. Do you? This is another thing I love about the movie. Real quick is yeah. that with the part when he makes friends at the beginning, you know, they're like, hey, come to the beach party oh, yeah, right yeah. away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then like 
he gets his ass kicked and the friends are such oh, yeah. assholes and they're like, eh, I thought you said this guy was cool. Yeah. Yeah. And I was always like, this guy's got his ass kicked. Yeah. Like, that's not cool to you? Like, I, I got so upset when I rewatched that last night. I was like, wait, he just, he's fine. What do you mean he's not cool? No, he but, got fucked up. Well, no, I'm like, I didn't know being like assaulted made you like a loser. <laughs> right. right. You know, and I'm like, yeah. oh, did you hear that Steve got carjacked? Fucking nerd. <laughs> and then what pisses me off is they're at the tournament at the end and they're like, yeah. Yeah, we're rooting for you, Daniel. It's, it's like, like, fuck you. you <laughs> Fairweather friends. <laughs> they're not even friends. I thought this guy was cool. He says yeah. that. <laughs> he goes, you sure pick cool guys to be friends with. Yeah. That's, it. That's the line. <laughs> That's a great line. Like, what? All right. And they live in the same building, so they got to run into each other anyway. The first guy that he, his first friend is the guy he meets moving right. into his building. And then yeah. the next day at school, he sees them and they're like, oh, yeah, this guy knows how to get his ass. They like won't leave you it sure alone. You sure know karate. Yeah. Oh, I, I know how to get my ass kicked. I already know that move or something like that. It's like, <laughs> well, they're just in the movie, they're just setting up. He had like, no, everyone's against him. Yeah. yeah and yeah, then yeah, the yeah. girl is like, hey. She's I, like the only one. Yeah. You guys think it's jokes. I just get uncomfortable thinking about high school all over again. Yeah, it definitely. I, that's an, that's to, for another episode. Alex, what do you got going on? Yeah, a lot. I, uh, uh, yeah, I kind of do. Sorry. Uh, so March twenty second, Friday, March twenty second at seven p.m. Uh, I'll be uh, featuring for Bob Levy. No shit. Ka- yeah, nice. yeah. Kate Caitlin Murphy's hosting. She's hilarious. Uh, it's it's in Yonkers. It's called uh, CentralStageNewYork.com. You get tickets at CentralStageNewYork.com, and it's in Yonkers, New York, Westchester. Friday, March 22nd. I'm pretty sure tickets are like $15 or something. Um, and then um, uh, Wednesday, two days before that, March 20th, I have my third edition of Aggressively Chill at V-Spot on St. Mark's. Uh, me and Dean David uh, co-produced that, and it, the first two have been huge successes, so we're going to keep doing that. Um, Am and, I going to be on that one? Uh, yeah, we talked about that, oh, right? Oh, that's right. Yeah, 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 I got you. Cool, cool. Um, and then, um, crap, there's... oh. Uh, Alan Altman just taught me about told me about something. Uh, I think this said Stand Up New York, March twenty sixth. It's called New York's Got Talent. I'm, I don't even know if I'm competing or something. Look, you're getting invited to do shit. You don't even know what it is. Yeah, like, man. Who, who's I got it better than you? Look I, at you. You know what it is. I'm just such a nice person. They really they like you. No, yeah, I get it. Yeah, you deserve, more likable than I am funny. You deserve that's it. awesome. Uh, go no, no, that's go not ahead, true. Peter. Uh, actually, I don't know. Uh, I'm gonna be in uh, Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania this weekend, but this will be out after that. I'm gonna be no. opening for Kevin. No, Brennan. No, 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 we'll release this this oh, week. Oh, never mind. We so I'm gonna be yeah. opening for Kevin Brennan this weekend in uh, Wisecrackers. Oh, oh. Super excited about Good that. Job. Here's uh, that. Uh, it's uh, Wilkes-Barre, Wilkes-Barre, PA, like Pennsylvania. It's spelled Wilkes Bar. Okay, I, yeah, I think yeah. I pronounced it wrong. No, you're pronouncing it right. Um, I was in Allentown last week, and that went really well. Nice, nice. And a sister club. They're both called uh, Wise. Let's try and get Kevin clubs. Brennan on the podcast. I mean, let's see how this weekend goes first. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Don't bomb. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, but uh, other shows coming up, but nothing really. Like, what day is that show? The, you said this weekend, but Friday and Saturday. Friday and so Saturday. I'm seeing both shows. And Have you done that place before? Uh, this will be my fourth time in the last eight months. Oh, is it? How is it? It's great. They uh, they uh, have been really good to me. It's a family that runs it, and they basically the max they book MCs is every two months, and they've booked me every two months since I've met them. Oh, really? So it's been it's been really good. Yeah. Um, Find a work outside the city. Look at us. Yeah, yeah. And uh, they that led to me working at the Wisecrackers in Allentown. I was there last weekend for the second time. And she really likes me too, and has already like offered me two other shows to Hell do. Yeah. So that's going that's going great. It's going really really well. Nice, nice. All um, right, guys. Until uh, next week, go see the Wraith. Yeah, and uh, rewatch Karate Kid. Yeah, if you absolutely. Have fun over and over and over again, like me. <laughs> All right, guys. Bye. Hey.